everybody and welcome back to Escape Rocket. This week we are talking Uncharted. Woo! <laughs> Honestly, I've been so excited to talk about this film for so long. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a cool one because um, we're doing it like this like, it's a kind of dual-sided review that we've done before where you have all the prior knowledge and I just have the <laughs> yeah. knowledge of the movie pretty much. <laughs> Literally, like, you can just come at it from a movie point of view and I'm like, I learned all the lore and everything. <laughs> um, although I'm clearly not as up to date in the lore as I wanted to be, but hey ho, <laughs> I know enough. Um, I don't, I, as as like a starting point, it was just a good film. Okay, um, like yeah. there wasn't anything particularly bad or um, off-putting about it. It was fun. It was interesting. It kept me gripped for the entire film, not just because of the subject matter, like just in general. So. As like a whole, it was a really good film. <laughs> yeah, I suppose um, this could be like a little non-spoiler section. Like, it was it was very well made. There was no like weird CGI that I saw. Or, no, you know, all the all the acting was was great, and the characters were great, and yeah, it was just very yeah. well put together. Everything seemed really fully developed. Like it didn't. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like they started an idea and then stopped it halfway through. Everything seemed to have like a start and an end point, even if some of those like things like character rocks were a little bit predictable maybe by the end it like even then it was still a start point and an end point so that was really nice to see <laughs> um yeah and yeah like you said like the acting was pretty on par for everyone i wouldn't necessarily say there was anyone who was like a particularly um forefront outshining person i think everyone was kind of on par with each other but it worked <laughs> um yeah i agree yeah yeah, it was really good. Like, and the action wasn't too heavy either. Like, it was, it was enough for what it's meant to be. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was. It was a good balance of like slower moments, puzzles, action. Yeah, they really took into consideration the game itself, um, for better or worse in some aspects. But for the most part, it it worked in their favor. The fact that they mm. really took note of the games. Um, yeah, it was just, it was, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I that's all we could really say for, like, non-spoilers. Oh, yeah, because if not, I'm just going to start going into lore and then that makes <laughs> no sense. <laughs> so, spoilers um, henceforth. Yeah, spoiler, if you hadn't read that by the title, there will be spoilers in this review, um, as per usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, by this point, because obviously this is like a week, this is coming out a week after the film's premiered. In theory, a lot more people have seen it. Um, so a lot more people have a bit more of a clue about half of this stuff. But even if not, um, hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, it, um, we, we got it like almost a week before everyone else did. I know, right? It's really odd that the UK got like an earlier premiere than the rest of the world almost. <laughs> um, well, we, we usually do like Marvel movies and stuff come out like usually like two days before everyone else, I think. Yeah. Like, I remember, it's... was it Spider-Man? We got it on the 15th and it came out on the 17th in the US. Yeah, that was right. Um, Maybe it's a Tom Holland thing. He's like, I, I'm British. <laughs> I want these films out first. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to be honest with you, I quite enjoyed it because it meant that like obviously because of population size, the largest audiences tend to be American. Mm. Um, so it's quite nice that almost like the British get like a little bit of a niche because they're like, ha, we've seen it first. We know what's going on. Yeah, we, um, can go, we can go on the internet and spoil it for everyone. <laughs> we can spoil it for the rest of the world. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's good for us, actually, because we get to um, like make an episode and then it kind of lines up with the release of the movie everywhere else yeah pretty much so it's almost like an on-day release for for some people yeah except this week obviously because of the storm <laughs> yeah because of because of the damn honestly i was so annoyed like I'd, I'd been preparing for this for like since we'd watched the film i'd got all my <laughs> notes ready and everything i was like i'm great to, i'm good to go and then internet just went no there's wind no <laughs> <laughs> um so that was fun yeah, I, I was I was so it. scared of getting a power cut, so I was charging up my my portable chargers and <laughs> getting ready. I downloaded um the next Marvel movie I rewatched, so I could watch it without internet and stuff like that. But no, it was fine. 
love it honestly we lost power about three o'clock and i was just like really now i was gonna do work <laughs> in the afternoon and then i was gonna do podcasts later and i was like well this isn't happening now then um oh it was so stressful <laughs> it was just, and annoying and just you know british weather <laughs> yeah it was snowing um, this morning didn't know why yeah, <laughs> I, it was literally white over. I went out to do something this morning. I came back and it was white over, and I was like, "Okay, apparently we're now in the like middle of winter again." <laughs> okay, um, Britain yeah, really man. has been like four seasons in a day at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has. Just complete stress. But talking of weather, that's that is that would be an awful segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Into I I'm gonna I'm gonna segue sort of a location <laughs> location location location, um, the locations they chose for this film were so pretty. <laughs> oh, like, yes, was it the Philippines oh, that the, the final one was? Is that where it was? Yeah, final bit. Oh, oh, so, so nice. beautiful. <laughs> and like I know quite a lot of the end bit were probably used a heavy amount of CGI, but it didn't look it. It really yeah. didn't look. You know, the at the very end, there's well, actually it's seen in the trailer, so it's not that much of a spoiler. <laughs> there's um, quite a heavy fight scene on pirate ships that are flying, um, yeah. and at no point was I like, could I see really jarring parts of the background or anything like that? And obviously, pirate ships don't fly in in real life, so it had to be CGI. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't notice anything like terribly jarring about it, which is very nice to see. Um, yeah, it was. There was some like I want to talk about that scene. Actually, I didn't know okay. about it because it was one of the coolest like action set pieces I've seen in a while. Very um, true. <laughs> like normally you get action on like a bit of a wasteland or in a city or something, and it's just kind of the same thing. Well, yeah. this was like <laughs> pirate ships being flown through the air by big helicopters <laughs> on this really beautiful like island archipelago, like what. <laughs> It's so, so cool. It was so cool. Honestly, it's... And I'm saying this tentatively because there may be people that disagree with me, but I genuinely think this is one of the best video game to film iterations I've watched in a very long time in terms of, like, concept. Like, flying pirate ships in a massive battle scene that's kind of improbable but could actually happen is very video gamey but it <laughs> <Yeah>. works <laughs> like it wouldn't work in any other context if you were doing a, a like a pure action film wouldn't work because everyone would go well that wouldn't happen bloody bloody blah. if you're doing <laughs> you know <laughs> if you're doing like a fantasy film they're like oh that's t- kind of too grounded because it's like helicopters flying they're not just like pirate ships that can fly by themselves yeah like yeah. it really <laughs> because it, they're using video games as their source material it works so well and it's something that i noticed the entire way through the film was they had lots of elements that were very video gamey, but didn't was it like feel impractical? Like they felt logical for the source material that they're working off. Yeah, like it's it's definitely it feels like a video game movie, even if it's not accurate to the video game it's based on necessarily. Yeah, like there are films that have come out about video games, such as Jumanji was meant to be based on a, on a board game and then got turned into a video game. Body blah, blah, blah. that film. At no point do I go, oh, it's a video game, other than when they have the odd trope of like lives and things. That's the only points where I'm like, oh, that's a video game. Whereas <laughs> this, I'm like, okay, that's a video game element, but it works so well. So like the, the the completely impossible like fight combos and whatever, I'm like, that's something you would do in a video game, <laughs> but it works in the context of what you're trying to do. And it was, it was so good. <laughs> Yeah, like like firing a cannonball out of an old cannon at a helicopter in the middle yeah. of like cut in the middle of like a cinematic cutscene fight scene thing is exactly what would happen in an Uncharted game if if they ever did that. Exactly, like it's something so out there, but yet completely in keeping with everything. It, <laughs> it was so like just that entire scene was beautiful. Um, oh. Oh, it's so good! It was like you said; it was one of the coolest scenes I've seen in that, like, in an action film in so long. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, even if Tom Holland didn't do all of his own stunts for that scene, it was still mad impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like the the level of skill that I had, and the way that they managed to make everything flow really well, and yet there was like clumsy moments. So, like, um, and this is it the entire way through. Nate would be. I don't know, walking along and he'd fall over something or he'd do like something really cool and then trip over something. And even though 
if people who, who aren't familiar with video games, they'd go, oh, that's like quite funny. It's a clumsy moment. It's like, from a video game perspective, you're going, they missed the button on that one. <laughs> like, could, because that's what they do in a video game. You know, they yeah. trip, uh, they, they, they trip and they might like say like an odd like quip of a line or something. And then it would be straight back into the action as if nothing had happened. And that's very video game-esque. Whereas in like most action films, they'd fall over and then there'd be a big dramatic moment that they've broke their ankle or something. <laughs> um, like in Jumanji, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, I also love how in that scene, that it was they were just playing conkers with the ships. Literally. <laughs> just like slamming them into each other. Oh, so good. <laughs> when we went to watch this film, my god sister was sat next to me, and the entire time, despite anyone getting hit, she was like, "Oh my god!" Ah! Because she was flinching at literally every injury. Um, but that's something that I would say is where you've got a film aspect coming in rather than video games, because you don't tend to like do a close up of like a random dude falling off a ship. <laughs> um, it would just be you continue on with your fight scene. You paid no regard at all to. The- you're injuring um <laughs> just mindless goons <laughs> <laughs> literally um but actually that was something really cool about the scene that uh well i've not seen anyone pick up on anyway um in that scene on the pirate ship he's kind of <laughs> he's he's um surrounded by like an a, a, a never-ending amount of random people coming out of this ship and from the other ship and whatever and in a video game context, that's how it'd work. Even if it's completely improbable and you've not seen like 20 plus people on this ship get on, they yeah. are there. Um, and yeah, there's just, just a spawn point below deck. And they just, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, it's it's little tiny odd details like that, that at least from someone who's played the video games or anyone who plays video games, you're going, oh, that's really clever because that's video gamey without being obvious. <laughs> So yeah, it was just it, it was brilliant directing from that point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so another thing I had a note on, which was, I suppose, another kind of attention to detail thing, mm-hmm. was like, th- there's there's a couple of like MacGuffins in this film, like the keys um, that they have yeah. to bring, everywhere with, bring them, with them everywhere. Um, and I noticed that you always see them take them back. Like they they put the key in somewhere, unlock it, and open it, and then they have like a bit a bit of another scene, and they leave the key there or whatever, and they yeah. and you always see them on screen pick up the key and take it with them, so you always know that they've got like normally you'd see in a film, they would like unlock a door and then leave the key in it, and then they'd have the key later on, and you just assume that they picked it back up off screen. Yeah. But they always show you in this, and I I just quite liked that. I like the attention to detail that they help you keep track of where everything is quite very easily. Yeah. It's almost like the the not it is almost like they're trying to perceive it as a third person video game <laughs> where yeah. you've got to physically pick up that key because you need it later on or something or like it's indicated that you need it. So like especially in the heaven and hell bit where they're where mm. Chloe and Nate are underneath and Sully is up top. In that scene, the gold key really really stands out against everything else that's in the surroundings, including Nat and uh, Nate and Chloe. And that's like mm-hmm. a that's such a tiny, um, insignificant detail to some people. But from a video game perspective, you you try and highlight the things that you need the most, or you try and make it really obvious. Um, so in that sense, it was really really clever. Yeah, it's it's similar to the technique they use in cartoons, where when something in the background is gonna be moved on the screen, it's like yeah. has, it has like a different texture to the rest of it, like a brick in a wall. <laughs> yeah. Will be like very obviously you, you're gonna know which one they're gonna pick up because it's gonna it's got like yeah. a different color and whatever. So it's kind of the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. Just there were so many clever elements about it, and I I, I think it, it's testament to the director and the people who like really came up with the the story to this because they went okay, we're going from a video game. We need to try and include aspects without making it like corny or over the top or anything because i'm going to keep going back to jumanji because it's quite a good comparison in terms of video game and jungles <laughs> um <laughs> but like in jumanji they they have like every time someone dies and they come back they have like the ding um yeah doesn't really happen in most video games now it's just you know you die there's like a cut scene of you dying and then you come back and <laughs> into the same point again um there's not necessarily like other than I would say GTA, <laughs> that's like the got an iconic sound. 
um you don't have necessarily that budding and then someone like drops from the sky or anything like that. you don't have anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's like that that's almost like forced let's keep proving that this is a like a, meant to be a video game or whatever because if not people won't remember that it's a video game um whereas like i say uncharted it really plays on it in a subtle way so people who don't play video games aren't gonna go oh they're reminding us it's a video game again but the people who do play it are going that's such a that's such a clever detail that they've included in that's so random but it's so clever <laughs> yeah and like, i mean and they, they can't be obvious with it anyway because you know it isn't a video game this is a supposedly you know a movie and these people are actually doing these things um, yeah rather than it being a game that you're playing so they can't yeah. really be obvious with it so yeah they have been very clever <laughs> there is one time when I kind of noticed I don't think it, they were I don't know if they went for, they were going for like a video game effect or if they genuinely just messed up on it but um during the heaven and hell bit they enter like an underground pub um mm. they Chloe and Nate drop their backpacks and everything to blend in with the crowd and in the next scene when they're through the little um secret door Chloe has all this stuff on it so like from a video game perspective that's completely accurate because normally you know if you don't have your stuff it then appears <laughs> in the yeah. next scene or just by, by like cutscene happenings or whatever else it's just like with you but from a filmmaking perspective it's an inconsistency because people will people have gone hang on <laughs> she dropped that backpack she didn't have it on her why has she now got it with her so it's that that was like either an instance where they tried it and it didn't work or it was a genuinely just a mistaken um, consistency, but I, I don't know. Um, like, Did she have it when she went through the, the door behind the bar or was it in like I another scene think, after that? I didn't see her pick it up before she went through it. I was going to say, because I mean that scene was largely um, Nate fighting a bunch of guys, right? So maybe I thought, well, maybe she could have gone back and picked it up before maybe. she went through the door. But if, I guess if she didn't have it as she was going through the door, then... I don't know. That could possibly be it. The the focus wasn't on Chloe, so they didn't think they needed to include it. I don't know. Mm. Um, that that could have been a possibility that I had not thought of. <laughs> Regardless, um, I, didn't, I didn't notice. Um, but I guess that could have been a, a one of the slip ups for the attention to detail point. I mean, <laughs> it could have been. Um, but like as a whole, I don't think they really dropped the ball at any point with attention to detail. There were some, which is like we just said. Um, also segueing sort of from that um as i've said this game is heavily based on the games but i wouldn't necessarily say it is like any of the games it's that 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 is a very contradictory sentence and i know <laughs> allow me to explain um there were lots of elements from the previous iterations of the uncharted video games that were included so like the plane scene at the very beginning when nate's dropping out of it that's straight from three the pirate ships and like the pirate gold and treasure and whatever that's straight out of four the inclusion of nate's brother sam that's also um there's a couple characters that seem like they were based on characters from number four so um the name joe thingy about braddock 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 i think yeah yeah she was she at least from <laughs> me and my friends who play who have played uncharted we believe that she was based on the character of nadine who is a mercenary for hire um very tough very untrusting of other people bloody bloody blah, blah, blah um and that's not necessarily a critique on the film because they've included elements um but it i don't know because the fact that they were going for a very original story it seems lazy but it seems a bit odd <laughs> for them to try and include characters based on other ones um so there yeah. was a there was a spanish character played by um antonio banderas who is very who reminds a lot of people of um hector i cannot think of his last name from the fourth one who's a very very tiny to barely in it um but in terms of accent in terms of attitude body body blah, um that reminds people of him and it's just in my head, I'm like, you've included iconic characters. Well done. Very proud of that. But then you've <laughs> tried to, like, <laughs> it's almost like you've tried to shoehorn in other characters without necessarily saying that they're, they're those characters when that's what they're based on. Um, like, either come up with someone new who isn't like that or 
or like give them the name of the person that you're basing them off <laughs> um so I, I don't know about that bit but hey how <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like some of that's a bit unnecessary like making i mean i know they want to tell their own story but they could still use the names of the characters and especially if they're going to base them off them or anyway yeah like, like with antonio banderas and uh like you said nadine um from the games like they could have easily just made that Nadine and then it's fine, right? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it make a difference, really. <laughs> no. Um, they also kind of, this is something that I only started thinking about kind of later on in the week when I was going like back over my notes. But um, in there's like a, a side game as it would be. It's not, it's not as long as the others because um, they had like leftover mechanics and story play that they could include um, using Chloe as the main character. Um, and she pairs up with Nadine from the fourth Uncharted games, and they have like their own little alliance going on, which is really cute and whatever. And the fact that the character of Joe in the film is so similar to Nadine, and then obviously the inclusion of Chloe, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do like some sort of maybe like sort of crossover between them, and maybe they could try and explore that story. Because unfortunately, with Uncharted, you've kind of gone through a lot of nathan drake's later life as it would be um which means even if they're gonna they are going to do a franchise with this they've only got kind of a limited time frame that they can do this because at some point you're going to get to like you're going to reach a certain point where you're going to go start going into where the video games actually are and which then won't work because they've nicked elements from all of them for this film (laughs) um or you're going to have to completely stop. So with the idea of like Nadine and whatever, you could really try and explore that friendship because there's only been one small game on that as opposed to like an entire four 20-hour plus games. (laughs) Um, However, they killed off Joe, so (laughs) that's not going to happen. I suppose with that, though, they could still then bring in Nadine as a character. They could do like they, you know, maybe maybe they just made up this new character because they wanted to tell a unique story, and they didn't want to take too much from the games. Um, they might do, yeah. So they kind of like, hey, this is our first story about one of his older uh, adventures, and then we're going to actually go a little bit more directly to the games later on in the franchise with these characters that we're going to bring in. They really could do, um, but that's like another thing that I think I praise the film for. To be honest, it's the fact that they've made a new story, which means that. Anyone who is a video game fan, like a fan of the video games, isn't going into it going, oh, they've just recreated this one. They've gone, okay, here's elements from all of these, but this is a new story. And they're almost invigorated with a different type of passion because then they can go, oh, well, this is this can be a completely new taking on Nathan Drake. This can be a completely new direction for him. And then mm-hmm. she will then put in like the later stuff and then it has more context and whatever. And yeah. It could. It's a very nice way to set up for a potential franchise, although it's not been confirmed whether there's going to be more. Yeah, but like you say, it's it's a very um, a good way to allow the fans to see their potentially favorite characters in an adventure, but the story's new, so they're not like replaying it. The stuff that you already know. Yeah, um, exactly. It's going to be like, hey, it's cool to see Nate. I suppose. I mean, depending on how accurate he accurately he was portrayed. Um, in this yeah. new context with some maybe some new characters. Yeah. Um, speaking of Nate, let's <laughs> let's go into character. Um, so as a whole, Tom Holland surpassed my expectations. Mine too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say, like I said before at the very beginning, I don't think anyone's like stole the show or anything. Um. But he was definitely a good version of Nathan, uh, Nathan mm. even. Um, he isn't... I don't know whether it's because he's not the right age or necessarily the right act, like the right voice type, but it, there's something about him that isn't quite Nathan from the games. Now, if it's... It could just be an age thing, and he's not quite at the age yet where... He he's like reached that level because I think you know once give him another ten years and he'll probably be getting closer to the the first few versions of Nathan Drake in which case yeah. he's probably quite accurate um, and obviously we've not seen this age range for Nate yet <laughs> um, in any capacity um, 
so in, in that sense he fills the, the nathan Drake market as it would be <laughs> um but yeah it was really good <laughs> yeah i i agree that yeah he's, he's definitely a good fit i uh, i do think it's the voice mainly yeah which i do think perhaps to- holds tom holland back uh in quite a few roles and look unless yeah. he's playing like a young guy or a teenager it doesn't necessarily yeah. always feel like it fits um especially with a character that's already got an established voice that you're used to like nate yeah um like i was watching um uh what's it called uh, chaos walking mm-hmm. uh, with, with him and daisy wrigley yes and he works in that because he's supposed to be a teenager and he i think he's really well cast yeah um but, but yeah like be casting him as a previously established kind of 40 year old guy in a, in these kind of movies maybe it was probably why it feels a little bit off but again if it is a younger version of the character um i think it works and i think he's just surpassed my expectations because he looks enough like him yeah and he's you know he's worked out a lot i know he's talked about that i know it's like a different kind of workout and he's got you know he's really like kind of packed on the the muscles so that, that kind yeah. of makes him look a bit bigger um than he normally does which helps. And the hair was really good yeah. as well. I think that was pretty it was. I mean, like, it, it sounds very derogatory to just talk about, like, his uh, his appearance and whatever, but, like, Tom Holland really got in shape for this film. And yeah. it was almost like it was needed because in in the games, you don't, portray, you don't, you know, you don't see Nathan Drake with his shirt off or anything, but he does a lot of physical exercise, like climbing in the video games. And you're like, Physiolo- like physiologically, that's I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to make it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in terms of physical appearance, you would expect him to have like really wide shoulders, really big arms, but ne- not necessarily like the biggest hips. He'd probably have quite big thighs, body, 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 blah. And Tom Holland, whether he he hit it or not, for some people, for me, he did hit it. He really did like a good a good version of that you know, like sort of younger developing muscle um packing it on whatever like he, he did that really really well and it's not mm-hmm. easy because obviously he was probably filming that at the same time as he was doing spider-man um or at least around very similar times i imagine because of how closely these two films have been released yeah it was probably one after the other he probably had to like pack on all his muscles straight after filming spider-man <laughs> exactly so like if, in terms of just like praising tom holland for the dedication he's put into this absolutely like he deserves mm. all of it because it's not you know christian bale who is well renowned for the fact that he will change his body to oh, any yeah. and all shapes <laughs> for his films will tell you that it is not easy to to even if it's just like packing on muscle and keeping that shape and whatever it's not easy no. <laughs> um, and like just the de- like it really is the dedication that he's put into the role like tom holland has openly said that uncharted is one of his favorite games or at least he, he said it online i don't know if he's actually said supposedly that it's one of his favorite games um yeah you, i mean he did it he did he played it with jack septicai <laughs> uh, and i think he was saying it in that um i think right yeah yeah um so it's like you know that tom holland has come into this going i'm a fan of this game i am gonna try my hardest to be as much nathan drake as i can be but still be my own version um mm. which is massively respectable especially when you consider like henry cavill did the same thing for the witcher which is a different concept because it's tv show and slightly darker and whatever but henry cavill was a massive fan of the witcher yeah <laughs> um, he is a massive fan of the witcher a massive video game which still amazes me because he doesn't look the type but that's very sorry yeah. i saw i saw on twitter <laughs> some guy that works in a video game shop met henry cavill because he came in to buy some like uh, books and stuff <laughs> <laughs> exactly um but it's like the same sort of concept henry cavill was like I, I really like i know this character i need to be this character i need to do like my absolute best to be this character so he got in like really good shape he started to learn different disciplines that he'd need he started to try and like really read up on things and i, th- I feel like tom holland was very much the same way um like he, he tried to play all the video games or at least tried to learn the story behind it and then like helped with the story and helps it like and really got into the character i know he said he said before the film was even released he wasn't happy with how he's performed nathan drake he said you know if i could have gone back and 
done it slightly differently, I would have done. But I actually think the way he's done it works really well because it's yeah. not it's not a straight up Nathan Drake. It's his own version of it, which I think is better. <laughs> yeah, I think that's better for this context because, yeah. like we've been saying, it's not a translation of the games anyway. You know, no. they're bringing in new characters, doing the new story. So I think having a new version of the characters would make sense. Same with Sully. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of people that aren't happy with Mark Wahlberg's iteration of Sully. Like, they say that he's, you know, he's not like the Sully in the games or whatever. And I go, yeah, but he's got elements of the Sully from the game. And again, mm. some people are disregarding the fact that this is kind of, at least contextually to the video games, is kind of in a period of time that's not been recorded through video games or whatever. Um, so Sully is going to be slightly different. Sully is going to have like a slightly different attitude. And although I will say that he had the easiest story arc <laughs> um, to predict by the end of this film, um, in the sense that he went from money hungry to I'll save the kid, yeah. um, <laughs> like that that was a very very predictable <laughs> story arc. Um, but even then, like Mark Wahlberg really put in like. He really tried to put in like a bit of a an honest performance, a bit of a um, trying not to to give away too much of the story arc, even though that's just how it was. Like it was very easy to predict, regardless. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. But to be fair, I think I think he did it well because on, in the scene where he does actually save Nate, um, I, I wasn't sure he was going to. No. I was like, is he gonna like push him off? Because I know that they. I think they. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm actually correct here, but like they kind of clash <laughs> in the games, right, and have this kind of trust issue sometimes. A little bit, yeah. Um, um, and I would assume at least before the games that was that's probably where their relationship started was like a, an uneasy, like a partnership rather than a, a friendship. Yeah, so I was it's... like oh maybe that's where they're gonna go with it, and then they'll become friends later on in the franchise. But yeah, you know. You... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, the chemistry between them both was very accurate. I, at least from my own standing, I think it was really accurate to how they actually are in the video games, where it's a mm. little bit fractious. It's a little bit, I trust you to an extent, it, even yeah. if that's by the end of the film. It's like, I'll trust you as far as I can throw you, which is fairly far, but you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's like that type of relationship where it's, you know how each other works and you kind of trust each other and it is kind of son. But it's, but it's still, we know the business that we're in and we know that uh, like no one is trustworthy. It's it's like that type of relationship. And <laughs> from an acting point of view, they both did an amazing job at doing that. <laughs> um, yeah. Which isn't necessarily easy when <laughs> when you're in a, like in, in an ensemble film where these two characters are very close and whatever. Like normally you would have, by the end of the film, you know, oh, we're best buddies, we trust each other to like to the moon and back and all that lot. Whereas this film, even by the end of it, you're still, like you can tell that Nate's still a bit like, I'll work with you, but I still don't completely trust you because you've lied about something so huge to me. Um, I have to give it to like the entire cast, though. I think everyone had great chemistry. Fully. Um, like, and also I just wanted to point out, Ant- Antonio Banderas' voice is so cool. <laughs> so cool! I Although, was like, oh, this guy sounds great. <laughs> Honestly, everyone in this film sounded incredible, but I don't know if it was just me or where we were sitting or the cinema we were in, but for the first half an hour of the film, everyone's voices were so low. <laughs> like, at some points, I was going, I I need subtitles because I can't understand what some of these are saying. <laughs> like, they were doing, like, the I'm talking deep and in a whisper thing, but with, like, Antonio Banderas doing that, you're like, oh, God, oh, <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, I, don't, I don't know if he smokes or not, but it definitely sounds like he's uh, had a good few decades <laughs> on the on the on the ciggies. But <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, a bit raspy. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I, I don't I don't condone smoking, but it makes your voice sound cool when you're older. So. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone smoking on this on this channel. Um, maybe, maybe give it a, we give it a go if you want to be, do be a voice actor for some. <laughs> like eldritch gods or something i don't know <laughs> yeah if you want to be an old man <laughs> smoke. um <laughs> sorry that made me giggle um no but talking of relationships the one of the ones that i loved the most was between chloe and nate um because that mm. was so accurate to the video game um chloe comes into the franchise in the second game and 
in that game, they have like a romantic liaison between the two of them, and there's like proper actual sexual tension <laughs> in in yeah. in the game. And the way they've managed to portray that in a 12 rated film is incredible. <laughs> like the entire way through, they have like that flirty friendship between them, um, which is kind of how I imagine it would be if they met in the later games. They don't, unfortunately. Um, the closest they come is in Chloe's side game. She meets with his brother. Mm. Um, but like, I really would imagine that that's how they would be in real life now. <laughs> um and it was just like a really nice detail that the entire time um, Sully's teasing him about like the fact that he likes Chloe and like he barely knows her and blah, 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 blah. And then she backstabs him and then he backstabs her. And it's like, that's so accurate to the game um, in terms of their relationship. So it was, it was really well done. Yeah. Um, I, as someone who's, like I said, doesn't know the games very well, I wasn't expecting the, the backstabbing. I was, I was expecting it to be like a, <laughs> oh hey, this guy, this girl's a little bit, you know, dodgy. Maybe we shouldn't trust her, and then they end up working together anyway. And yeah. They kind of build up this trust, and the flirty relationship starts, and then it's, and then they seem by, <laughs> after after like the almost drowning together. That that part seems like okay. We're we're kind of we're kind of in this now. We can trust each other. It's fine. And then suddenly, nope, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It was. Well, I didn't see the backstabbing coming because in the second game they do work together and I don't, if I remember it rightly, I don't think they backstab each other at any point like that. But part of me was like, this is still a perfect dynamic because Nate still trusts her to an extent by like the end and whatever, like when they're trying to work out where the proper place is of of this buried treasure and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, They still trust each other to like enough (laughs) enough of an extent to work together. But he knows by that point that she's just going to backstab him. So he makes a separate point to backstab her. And it's like, yeah, it, it was so well done. The fact that, you know, Nate's still got his like humanity or whatever. Like, oh, I'll, I'll, I will tell her. But it's like, but I won't tell her where. <laughs> um, yeah, I love how she missed the entire finale of the movie. Like they did went through all of the, the caves and the boats and the helicopters. Yeah. And then at the end, they were just driving past on a boat. And she was <laughs> she was there like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh hi. Um to I was kind of annoyed about that because I was like Chloe in the last like in the last fight scene would have been sick. Um especially yeah. if we'd have had like Chloe versus Joe, that would have been a really nice bit. I know it'd be a, like a bit on the nose feminism, whatever, but it would have been a really like cool fight scene between the two because they do have like a little bit of a fight on the plane um once Joe's mm-hmm. taken over and it's like, oh that would have been like a really nice conclusion between the two of them to see like Joe really beat the crap out of Chloe or vice versa and Tom come and Nathan comes in and saves or I like something like that would have been really cool but hey ho um kind of everything <laughs> yeah yeah like maybe she would have got there figured it out and then come back around and seen the helicopters flying through the sky and then I don't know pulled a gun out and started <laughs> shooting some guys off the boats I don't you know yeah. even just something like that could, yeah but I don't know I think it was fine yeah um, to be honest with you, the only thing that bugged me about Chloe was her accent was a little bit off. Um, in the game, she has an odd accent anyway. It's like an Australian British accent anyway, mm. which is a, a Laura Bailey. I think Tracer. <laughs> this is where I've got my actress wrong. Um, but in the games anyway, she has a very distinct accent, and it's not hard to, it's not easy to replicate. So full credit to, to the actress for Chloe because she did a really good job. Um, however, <laughs> it wasn't quite right. It's like a little bit more raspy in my in my opinion. The voice of Chloe is a bit more raspy, but again, that could just be an age thing. So it could be like, oh, in in actual fact, you know, when Chloe gets older, she has a bit more of a distinct accent here or whatever else. It it works, but it was slightly off. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was, I was, I did spend too much time trying to figure out where she was from because <laughs> I, was, I was like, "What is this accent? This is wild." It, it's a very strange accent, and even when you're in the games, you're like, "What?" It's <laughs> um, like jumping all over the place. It was like, yeah, there was definitely British in there and Australian. Yeah. Then I was like, "Is there like a bit of American?" I don't know, like. Yeah, it's it's an odd one. Like it's not. Oh, Claudia Black, even not Laura Bailey. I'd got 
wrong. <laughs> oh no. Um, but yeah, so Chloe Fraser, let me just read the, the Wikipedia as it would be. Basically, in the final, uh, there you go, Chloe is of Indian ancestry on her father's side and was brought up in Australia. So that's kind of where you've got like the British influences from like the Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's also mixed with Australian upbringing, is, is, is at least the backstory of Chloe. Um, and Claudia Black does a, a, well, Claudia Black's version is kind of iconic because she's got an iconic voice to it. And again, it's like that thing of Tom Holland not fitting Nathan Drake just right because his voice is a bit off. It's like the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, where it's not like completely jarring and it doesn't ruin anything and it's not bad to listen to it's just not completely accurate because obviously in a video game franchise you're kind of used to the voice more than anything else um mm. but yeah no it, it wasn't that bad it wasn't it wasn't that bad it was, it was I, did, okay. I did appreciate the the Tro baker um cameo yes <laughs> and like nolan north cameoed in it and just oh so good so good so like the little the little things like that and the little bits of nostalgia was so cute like the ring went into it that was so cute it came in and it came into it well i don't know if it came in wrong or not um but just like little nods to the game like that of actual game stuff was really really cute like the little bits of the of the, of the original soundtrack that they used in some of the scenes as well i i was that person in the cinema <laughs> who was going oh my god oh my god when they used it um so it would it was just little things like that were really nice touches because it wasn't too on the nose it wasn't like look we're just reminding you of this franchise but it was like here's a here's a nice little nod (laughs) also i realized i said uh troy baker cameo i don't think that was a thing you meant Um, nolan north i think yeah i did mean (laughs) you know you know they've done so many voices It's, well, I mean, to be fair, you said Laura Bailey, and, and that's an easy mistake to make because she is a like a vast voice actress. Yeah, <laughs> Troy Baker. I just, I guess, I just assumed it was Troy Baker. Yeah, no, um, it would have been nice actually to see a bit of Troy Baker. I know he's not exactly in public favor at the moment. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I thought of him actually. Maybe, maybe it's just in your head. Um, was, did he even voice anyone in the games? Uh, yeah, Troy Baker voices Sam Drake, um, Nathan's mm. brother, in okay. the very last one. Maybe that's why I got confused. Okay, I don't know. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Nolan North is the person who originated Nathan Drake. He's a mm-hmm. very, very well-known, iconic voice actor yeah, in video yeah. games, in everything. Um, very, very good. And it was lovely to see him do a little cameo. Apparently, Tom Holland also did like... Um, and a little bit of work with Nolan North to try and like really nail Nathan Drake at least <laughs> um, from that perspective because obviously Nolan North is the one who originated him so Nolan North knows everything about this character from yeah. very beginning to current point um, so to I, I imagine at least from an act, even just an acting point of view it must be incredible to have <laughs> that type of influence coming in um, I would possibly have cried, <laughs> um, but hey ho! <laughs> um, no, it was just—it was so good to to have all of that in. Um, but talking of like thing like nostalgia, ac- accurate video game bits, it wasn't completely canon. <laughs> now I know we've got, we've gone on about how the fact like this isn't meant to be a direct translation of the games, bloody blah, blah. However. You would think if you're trying to base it on the video games, you would at least keep key story points the same. So, at the very beginning of the game, uh, not the game, at the very beginning of the film, you have a scene between Sam, Nathan's, uh, Nathan's brother, and him, where they're looking at this really old map, um, and they're discussing things, and then the name Nathan, uh, the name Francis Drake comes up, the famous explorer, um, and he's like, yeah, that's why we're, you know, we 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 uh something like to do with their mom and because of their mom they're named the Drakes, and that's not completely accurate to the video game because it even tells you in the video game how that happens. Um, they originally have another last name though. You don't actually know the last. Name, I don't think. Um, but they um they're trying to recover something of their mums who uh, in the video games has died. Um. 
and they get caught by the police and whatever, and they have to go on the run. Um, so both of them leave the orphanage at the same time. Or no, hang on, no, that is slightly wrong. <laughs> Nathan leaves, but uh, no, Sam leaves. Even I'm getting people mixed up. Sam leaves, and Nathan is left, and then Sam comes back for Nathan, and they leave together. That's how it works. Um, and then while they're on the run, they come up. They they say, you know, we'll reinvent ourselves. Um, and because in this book, their mum was researching Sir Francis Drake for some other reason. Um, they're like, oh, why don't we be Drakes and whatever? And that's how they have a name. And it's like it's <laughs> it's described in a slightly different way in the film. And I don't know if it's like a mix up of um like um wording lines or whatever, but it's not portrayed in the same way. So that's like a little plot hole that bugs me. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't help it, but it is. Um, and then there's another one, <laughs> and I was really worried it was going to be a bigger plot. And they made it. Um, so, in the film, um, the, the the iconic point in, in like the midpoint of the film is when Chloe betrays Sully and Nathan. Um, and in that moment, <laughs> Nathan accuses Sully and is like, "Where's my brother? Why is he not here? Where? Like, what's happened to him? Bloody blah, you know, and you're not telling me." Um, and in that moment, Sully's like, "Your brother's dead." <laughs> um, you know, he died, he got captured, whatever, he died. Um, really sorry, but I knew you wouldn't come with me if not. Um, building up to that point, Nathan is like, I've not heard off my brother at all. Now, that's a slight lie because of postcards and whatever, but he's still not really heard of him, which is inaccurate anyway because they left the orphanage together at one point. You know, they ran away together. So he has, <laughs> at least from the video game point of view, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not it's not like a, a, a story ruining plot or anything like that, but it's wrong. And then when Sully says that his brother is dead, I'm like, that's completely wrong. Because I, I know what they were trying to do, and in the fourth game, um Sam does Sam does die, um, putting that in bunny ears. <laughs> um and in actual fact, um just falls badly and whatever, doesn't die. Um and it bugs me because Sully is nowhere on the scene in the video games when that happens. Like, it's literally nowhere. Not even, like, even thought about at this point um, in terms of video game. And then suddenly Sully's the one to tell Nathan that his brother's dead. And it's like, that's not true. Because in the video games, Nathan sees him almost die and believes he's dead. And it's someone else who says, like, he's got to leave him behind and whatever else. And it was just a really inaccurate point. And I was like, please tell me that they are not just going to have killed off Sam. Because that is literally so inaccurate. Um, because he comes back in the film, in the game franchise. That It really bugged me <laughs> until the very end post-credit scene where you see Sam inside a prison cell, which yeah. is accurate to the video games. Um, Sam does spend however long in a prison cell by himself in, I think it's Colombia or Panama or something in the video games, but that's not relevant. Um, and I'm like, I'm happy that they kind of cleared it up by making it so he isn't dead and he is in a prison cell because that's video game accurate. It's just bugged me that it's Sully who's like, oh no, your brother died with me. And it's like, that's not how it happened in the video games. Yeah, I feel like I remember yeah. watching a playthrough of it. Didn't they like try and break him out and then he, yeah, that's when he fell yeah so in the video games they were him sam uh nathan sam and their friend ral uh no not ral uh begins with an r and i can't think of it rafe there we go those three are trying to get some other pirate treasure effectively from inside a prison they get it and then end up having to shoot their way out of a prison to escape effectively um, and in the process of running to escape, Sam misses a jump. Uh, Sam, does he miss the jump? Yeah, he misses a jump slightly, um, and then gets shot up all over the like all up his back and whatever. And it's presumed that he's dead because he just falls then um, back into the prison. And obviously by that point, Nathan and Rafe are outside. They run off bloody blur and have left his brother presumably dead. Um, you then find out through the video game that he's not dead. And the rest, they say, is history. Um, but either way, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Nathan who knows that he's like, presumes he's dead and whatever. Um, and he does all this treasure hunting in memory of his brother, pretty much. But he completely, for, for the context of the 
game. He completely almost ignores that part of his life because he was doing a lot of crime to get the treasure effectively at that point um, and is trying to turn over a new leaf. And it's just, it, it, it was a plot point that bugs me because it's not completely accurate. It's not, <laughs> it's not a plot hole in the sense that it's not wrong, <laughs> um, but it's a plot hole in the sense that it's not accurate to the video game and it changes things ever so slightly because Nathan is well aware of Sam until they're like mid to late 20s easily and then Sam presumably dies. Whereas in this film, it's like Nathan is almost like, what, 20... It's coming up to his mid-20s, I would say. Um, yeah. And is like, oh no, I've only heard of my brother's postcards. And it's like, oh, that that's not true. <laughs> that's not how the video game works, but okay. Um, <laughs> and it, like I say, that, that was like a... That one for, I apologise for... Uh, incoherent, <laughs> like, tangent. Um, but yeah, no, plot holes are, are kind of a big one when they're canon, when they're, when they're like big plot points. Um, yeah, but you know, if they're, if they're trying to build up their own franchise, you know, go in a different direction with it, I suppose, is fine. You know, I don't, I don't think it um, has to necessarily follow the story exactly, but no. it, it would be nice. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. Um, to be honest with you, even if, like, if this, obviously they've done it now, um, but if they decide to do a franchise then from this point, they could still build up everything to the same point it was. Like, I don't think, you know, you know any of the Jeopardy that was created in the fourth game by it, I don't think you'd lose that if you brought it into, like, the film franchise. I don't think it'd affect any storylines, it wouldn't affect any relationships in a different way, I don't think. So, I don't, <laughs> in terms of video game accu- accuracy from that point, it'd probably work quite well. Um, but <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things of like if you've played the game or if like you know the source material inside out and then they're inaccurate to it, you're like. <gasps> yeah. um, um, it's the same with Marvel, isn't it? You know, they oh, yeah. they like to to base it on the comics, but I mean, I don't think a single Marvel movie's been that completely accurate. accurate. <laughs> Some have been completely inaccurate. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but hey ho, hey ho. Um, I actually don't think I have any more points now. I think I actually no, want three more. That is shocking. So, if we're all done with Uncharted, there was a very exciting trailer release in the past week. Yes, Ooh. there was. Which I feel like, <laughs> it, it, I feel like if we don't mention it, it's just, it's a crime to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> we, so we, um, I think we mentioned it last time, but uh, the, there is a there was a Super Bowl. That the was a Super Bowl. It did happen. <laughs> um, where I found out that it's not actually baseball. It's, it's uh, fo- American football. Wait, you thought and, it was baseball? Well, it's called the Super Bowl, and you bowl the ball. So I thought it was like, <laughs> why is it called Super Bowl if it's... Well, why is it called football if you use your hands? I mean, that's the kind of, you know, these are the questions. <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong with American sport. There's just, <laughs> huh, touchdown, and you don't actually have to put it on the floor. What? Um, yeah, well, anyway. Things. <laughs> so, at the Super Bowl, we had two new Marvel things, actually, I think. And then I think those are the only things are really worth talking about. Um, oh, yeah, fully. <laughs> uh, one of them was a, a new, like, TV spot for Moon Knight. It was. Which showed a few new things. It's very cool. It showed, I think, a couple of new shots of, like, uh, Khonshu, the uh, the moon god. Yeah. Um, and a really cool shot, which was a lovely Valentine's Day gift from me. I think I tweeted about it. Um, <laughs> which was uh, Moon Knight like gliding off a building like like Batman style, but the cape falls <laughs> into like a crescent moon shape, and it's so cool. It's so it's, a, it's so silly and comic booky, but I love it. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like uh, we were saying, go. Oh, we were saying about something else. Like you need things that are a bit more comic booky. You need something like yeah. a bit more fun. Um, <laughs> so it was so nice. It was so cool. Um, I'm really excited for Moon Knight, and I just hope it doesn't yeah. disappoint. <laughs> no, yeah, same. And we also saw um, his little um, his moonerangs as well. I don't know what you call it, but yeah, <laughs> moonerangs. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> but the big one from uh, the Super Bowl was the trailer for Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes, I, I, now, I got very excited. <laughs> yeah, and I want if, before we talk about it, I want to issue a bit of a spoiler warning because there's probably. I mean, it revealed a, a huge thing about the movie in this trailer. 
It did. That, uh, you know, if you don't want to know anything, then I guess don't listen. But um, <laughs> so we saw Mordo again, which was nice. We did. And, and he was talking about strange, desecrating reality and needs to be punished for his mm-hmm. crimes. And we see him get put in some handcuffs and we escorted did. by some suspiciously Ultron looking <laughs> robots <laughs> <laughs> into some sort of uh, council chamber. Um, we and there is a voice that says, we, we need to tell him the truth. Or, or well, I can't remember exactly what the line is, actually. <laughs> we must tell him the truth. Yeah. And the amount of people that I've seen that either refuse or just don't realise that it's <laughs> that it's uh, Patrick Stewart's voice. I'm like, <laughs> how how do you not know that? Like, people people have been like reacting to the trailers and they're like, who was that? Oh my I'm god, like, this voice is Yeah, honestly, I'm like, you call yourselves a Marvel fan and you don't know this voice. I'm sorry. Someone was like, is that Patrick Stewart? And it's like, no, it's not Patrick Stewart. And I'm like. I'm so, honestly, I'm disappointed in half the community. I'm just like, guys, get your stuff together, please. <laughs> <laughs> get your shit sorted. But um, yes, uh, Patrick Stewart's voice confirming that Professor X, in some capacity, is in this movie. Um, so <laughs> Not sure if that'll be Fox, you know, X Men movie Professor X because he kind of died twice in that universe. So you know, he's done a lot. <laughs> Um, you know, he got killed by Jean Grey in uh, Last Stand, and then he got killed in Logan. She died in Logan as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's probably going to be like a variant. <gasps> what well, makes sense with multiverse? <laughs> yeah, but the fact that we saw Professor X in like on like a chair, the seat of a council, yeah. suggests that that is the Illuminati, which is really cool, because... <laughs> Very cool. Oh, that, that's just <laughs> some great potential for seeing some other cool characters, like Reed Richards. Yeah. And um, potentially, like, an Iron Man variant. I know there's been rumours that it's Tom Cruise playing an Iron yeah. Man variant, because he was obviously... I'm not going to lie. If it's Tom Cruise, I want, I want an instant cameo, because I don't... Yeah. Huh. I think people have been speculating it's going to be Superior Iron Man, which in the comics is when... There was like this, uh, all the Avengers like personalities got changed after something happened. I can't remember what happened actually. All right. Anyway, and I am, they all got changed back other than Iron Man for a bit. So he was just kind of like extra mean and extra Tony Stark for a while. <laughs> and he created like this, this cool, like, um, what was it called? It was like a symbiote based Iron Man tech. Ooh. His suit is like kind of melt, melds around him and it's like the yeah. white. And he has, yeah, so, so, Maybe we'll see like Superior Iron Man, played by <laughs> Tom Cruise, just being a dick. <laughs> Maybe I just, uh, but hey, how? Uh, <laughs> but either way, it'll be very cool, and it'll uh, be very cool. A couple of other things in this trailer as well. We see what seems to be Captain Marvel, but not Captain Marvel, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll probably be a Captain Marvel variant. I know some people are thinking it's. Superior Iron Man, like flying around, but yeah, I don't think they'd make it look exactly like Captain Marvel if that were the case. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, <I'm> <laughs> and I've seen like screenshots of people like zooming in on it and stuff, <laughs> uh, trying to figure out who it is. So it could be like a Maria Rambo variant. That's what I've heard, but I don't yeah. know how true that is either. Um, and, and, and I think it probably will be something like that. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, it's it uh, it's definitely like a black woman wearing it, the, like a Captain Marvel like kind of colours around her. So like, yes, it is. It's probably Maria Rambo. Probably Maria Rambo, but who knows? <laughs> um, what else did we see? I'm trying to think what else we saw. Wanda basically being confirmed as the villain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that line was so good. Like, I know. And she was like, "When you do it, you're like, you're the hero. But when I do it, I'm the villain. That doesn't seem fair." Oh. oh. Oh, Bro, I mean, true. So true in life as well, actually. You know. Oh yeah. Um, um, oh, God. like Mama said to me, she's not like she's like I don't want to make Wanda a bad person. I'm like, yeah, but she's going to be so cool as well. Like she's already <laughs> like she's going to be even cooler. Um, oh, we're going to see um, Strange versus Wanda. That's another thing I've heard. Like, yeah. A rumor about is going to be a big Strange Wanda battle in this movie, which is going to be like it's going to be like Thanos versus Strange again. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> So cool! Just that was actually oh. 
another thing about this that people were saying about this trailer that annoyed me was mm-hmm. we we see uh, the Wanda. I'm not sure which version of Wanda. I think it's probably MCU Wanda with like the blood on her face. Yes, and it kind of it's kind of dripped all the way down, so it looks like a big cut. But it, I don't I don't know if it is a cut. I think it's just blood. Yeah. Um, and then in the there was actually like a second trailer. It wasn't like a TV spot that was exclusive to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the shot of that same Wanda, but kind of shadowed with like the glowing eyes in the doorway. And people yeah. saw that one and thought, Zombie Wonder. Yeah, it's I've heard so Wanda. many people say that, and I'm like, no, no. It's not. It's not Zombie Wonder. It's the same one we saw in the trailer. She's got the same <laughs> blood streak. There's Literally. no, like, decay or, like, growling. It's just Wanda with a blood there's, on her face. There's nothing to indicate that it's a zombie other than the fact that you've seen a cut and it's a bit darker. Like, get over Yeah, and I know people are probably thinking that as well because we saw uh, Zombie Strange. Um. Mm. In that other trailer, but that doesn't Dirty. mean it's also Zombie Wonder got like stepped on, right? <laughs> she gets stepped on by uh, <laughs> was it Hope that stepped on her in, in the What If episode, or or no, it was Ultron, <laughs> I think so. right? Ultron, that was it? Uh, I thought... is, yeah, because she came back in oh, the final man. episode and Ultra Vision just like obliterated her or something. I can't remember, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think it's Zombie Wonder. I, I don't think here, so. Yeah. I think it'd be like a, re- a cool like cameo thing if they're just going through multiple verses. Like, I think it'd be a really cool thing to just like yeah. include, but I don't think it necessarily needs to be a thing. <laughs> um, no. But hey, who knows? There's a couple of strange variants. Obviously, we, in the first trailer, we saw like dark, strange things are getting yeah. out of hand. Um, and then we see Defender Strange, who has a really awful haircut. <laughs> I don't like that. It's not not good. (laughs) I saw saw like a like a leaked photo, probably from like a toy box or something, of like Defender Strange before this trailer came out, and I was like, that that looked like a really bad Photoshop job. But no, it just looks like that. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, I guess. Oh gosh, just I'm really excited for this, and it's like oh, it's like a continuation of No Way Home, but it's just following a different strain, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, oh, I love Wanda so much. Like I love the the yeah, fact that people have been like Wanda to the Scarlet Witch in this, and I'm like clap clap. <laughs> I'm very excited oh. about this. <laughs> um, it's gonna be so oh, good. Yeah. Give me more badass Wanda, because that's uh, like I don't even care if she's a psycho in this thing. Like she's gonna be insane. <laughs> <laughs> actually, in the trailer they gave us the this only the second ever uh, director shout out. Um, yes. With for, for Sam Raimi, which is cool because I guess that's a big draw for people because people yeah. are like, "Oh, it's Harry Maguire's Spider-Man movies. Let's eat it those. Let's go watch it." Um, yeah. Oh, I can't remember who the first one was. Actually, it was. Oh, it was Eternals, Chloe Zhao. Yes, it was. There you go. So those are the only oh. two we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, it's going to be so good, and I'm so excited for it. The cameos. <laughs> cameos, all of them. Uh, oh, another thing on the poster as well, with there's a, a tease for another cameo on the poster, or character. Oh, yes. Well, there's actually two, there's actually two, but one of them was very obvious, and one of them wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Captain Carter shield on the on the poster. Oh yes, Captain wow. one of the best Honestly, white characters. I'm so excited! Like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, like Captain Carter, so iconic, so good. Like, if yes. they bring in loads of stuff from What If, I will be so happy. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, they will do. I mean, they've already got like they've got like, the inky, like bleeding away buildings. They've got yeah, like a darker version of Strange. Um, they've got zombies. They've got Captain Carter. Oh, oh so much. So much good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I won't. Uh, for those who don't want to know everything, I won't give away the other little uh, cameo on the poster. That's very see if you hard can spot see. it and then DM us. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. See yeah. if you can spot it yeah. DMs. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to check out our what if episode as well, that that is. Many many weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, it's a while ago now. It's a while ago, but go find it, because <laughs> um, that's a good one. Um... <laughs> yeah, we did a couple actually. We made up our own what if episodes as well. We so did a couple, yeah, of, couple of what if uh, podcasts. So we should do more what if episodes because they that was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but look forward to our review of this when it comes anyway, because oh, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we we've got so like there are so many things coming out, at, at least that have been said that they're coming out this year that we're just like, mm. okay, that's another one, that's another one, that's another one. So excited for it all. We should be having an Obi Wan review as well. So we should indeed. So those will be both in April, probably. Uh, yes. So look forward to those. Well, actually, you know, I think Kenobi might be May, but anyway. Maybe. We'll also May. be a no, not April. I meant Oh, it's just. Yes, Moon Knight as well Gorgeous. in April. Oh. Such a busy year, honestly. <laughs> so good. Um, um, any, any teasers for next week's episode? Um, <laughs> how 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 do how do I give a teaser? <laughs> um, expect something magical next week. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, go follow us on Twitter. Go check out our Instagram. Um, check out all of the episodes that we've done so far. Um, they're all entertaining. They're all a bit of a laugh. They're all chill to listen to. Um, oh, TikTok as well. I I posted a little short. Uncharted uh, TikTok the other day. My guy. Um, um, so, yeah. Check out the TikTok. Um, and, yeah, in the meantime, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.